0: Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel Podcast. Often saying this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His Vessel. 6 6.8 says, this is what God requires of us to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with the Lord our God. Well, what does that mean to walk humbly? I refer back to a book by Andrew Murray. It's entitled Humility. I love this book. I read this book for years. I've pulled this book out every year. And I read it and reread it and reread it. And my purpose is because I want to get it. That's what God requires of me, is to walk humbly with Him. Not by myself, apart from Him, but attached to Him, with Him, but with a certain virtue, with a certain attitude and its humility. And Andrew Murray explains Jesus's life, his life of humility, in such an incredible way. And it helps me, each time I read it, to grasp a little more understanding of it. And he says in the book that humility is simply for us to present ourselves an empty vessel that God can dwell, where God can manifest his power, his strength, his goodness through us. And I get that, but he also says the opposite of humility is pride, and that's the root of every sin and every evil. And that is so true because that's the trick of self and the enemy is to get us not to walk humbly with God, but to rise up in our pride, our self sufficiency. Let the world tell us that we need to take care of ourselves and do things in our own strength. But yet, God says, walk humbly with the Lord my God. So how do I do that? It tells me that one of the most important things I need in life, that I need right now going into this holiday season, I need humility. I don't need Uh, more resources, more education, more entertainment, more leisure time, and, and all that sounds good. But what I need more than anything is humility. If I were to ask you right now, what is it that you need? Some of you may say, I need more money. I want to get out of debt. If I could just get out of debt, get this load lifted off of me. I could be that Christian God wants me to be, do all the things God wants me to do. Some of you say, I just need more time. That would get stress off my life if I had more free time and had some relief, get some relief off of me. I'm walking through a lot of burdens right now, and I need relief. Some of you say, if I just had trusted friends, friends that understood me would listen to me, and I could entrust my heart to them. That is what I need. And yet... The word is clear that we need humility. And in Proverbs 22, 4, it says that the pathway to life is humility. The way to riches is humility. The way to honor is humility. So I want to go there today and I want to put life, living out this word, that truly we encounter humility in our life and that strengthens us and that enables us to be everything God wants us to be. And Andrew Murray in his book, he goes on to say, it's really a life of nothingness. He says, it's not that I don't think less of myself. He says, it's just that I don't even think of myself. And I, I ponder that year after year after year. And I think, what a wonderful place to get in life where it's not about me. I don't try to fight for my rights. I don't push myself to the front. I just lay it all down empty and let God be God through me. And that I don't have to think so much about myself. I just let God take care of my needs to be all that I need. And so one way that we humble ourselves is through fasting. And this may be a new encounter for you and many Christians for the lack of the knowledge of spiritual fasting or just the lack of the will, the discipline to fast. We sometimes miss the power of humility in our life because we don't engage in fasting. And fasting is nothing more than to deny the flesh of food and or drink for a period of time so that we can encounter more of God. What better way to get rid of self and get more of God in an empty vessel so that we can truly be strong in the Lord and walk humbly with the Lord than through fasting? And maybe sometime on this podcast, I'll talk more and teach more about fasting. But to me, it's one of the greatest ways to learn humility is to engage in spiritual fasting. And I encourage you coming up in His Vessel Ministry, the beginning of the year starting on January the 2nd for 21 days, we will come together as believers through our ministry and we'll engage in a 21 day of fasting and praying, praying for specific personal needs, praying for family needs. And It was about this time last year, it was early in December, It was a hard time for me. Personally, I I was stressed out. I was weary. I was distraught. And I remember one morning, I was just weeping before the Lord. I mean, I had poured out and poured out and poured out, and there was nothing left of me. And I guess humility, that's a good place to be. But there was just physically and emotionally, there was nothing left of me. And, And it was the time I wanted to head to the hills. I mean, I wanted to just head to the hills and I don't even know where the hills are, but I wanted to get there, get there as fast as I could. So my response was to cry out to God. And that's exactly what I did. I just cried out to God. I knew that I needed God to strengthen me. I needed God to blow his breath over me, to give me, hey, restore my hope, replenish me. And so I did. And of course, as I have said so many times, I just ran to the word. I encountered God in the Word, and I began to praise God through His Word, and I felt like a fresh wind, fresh breath of air was blowing over me, and it sustained me for the moment, and my circumstances hadn't changed, but my heart had, and this was one day while preparing for the holidays, getting ready for the Christmas season, I remember asking God, I said, God, today, today, could I see you? Would you minister to me? Lord, I've been pouring out and pouring out and ministering. Would you minister to me? And would you strengthen me? And God, would you do it in a way that I know it is you? That I know it's you and I see you and experience you. So, came out of my prayer closet that morning and Went about my day, I had a list of things to do, and one thing that was on my list was to go to a local grocery store and shop for bacon. They had a sale going on that day, and applewood bacon was on sale. And one thing that I do at Christmas time is I serve applewood bacon for Christmas breakfast. Because my family loves that and I don't serve it during the year. I don't splurge on that because it's a bit pricey. But if I can get it on sale, that's great. So I went to the store that morning, went in thinking I was going to just get what I needed for applewood bacon and be out of there. So I went to the meat counter and I looked in and I asked the sales clerk who was behind the meat counter for the applewood bacon. And she said, oh, it's all gone. It's all gone there was a mad rush for that bacon this morning, and we've already sold over 300 pounds of bacon. And I'm looking there in the meat display case, and I don't see any other bacon, but she pointed over into the aisle. She said, there's a display case over there. There may be some applewood bacon in that display case, and you can check there. So I turned and I walked over to the display case, looking for the applewood bacon. And about that time, the sales clerk who had been helping me came from behind the meat counter. She went over to that display case that she had just pointed out to me. And there was one package of applewood bacon in that case. And she reached down about the time I reached in to get that. And she grabbed that and she ran back around behind the counter. And I was totally shocked at what I had just witnessed. But, I was humbled. I was humbled by that, and so I just walked back over to the meat counter, and I thought, well, I'll look and see if maybe there's some applewood bacon in the case farther down from where I was. And I looked down there, and sure enough, there was one package. And I asked the sales clerk, I said, "Could I get that package of applewood bacon?" And about that time, another clerk from behind the counter, ran over, grabbed that package of bacon, and she said, no, that's my package. That's my bacon. And again, I stood there in utter amazement, but humbled. And I'm thinking, is this really happening? What is this all about, God? And I'm standing there by this time so disappointed and almost feeling so rejected, but yet humbled. I had one or two items in my hand, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to get out of here. I'm just going to go home. So I walked slowly, because I'm feeling very humbled at this moment, back up to the front of the store. And I noticed over to the side, this first store clerk that ran around from behind the counter and grabbed that one case, one package of bacon out of the display case. She's up talking To a gentleman, which it appeared that he might be a store manager or something. And I noticed her over there, so I'm in line and I'm about to check out. And she comes over to me and she said, Ma'am, here is a rain check for the applewood bacon. She said, We don't usually give rain checks for these kind of sales because when it's gone, it's gone. But she said, I want to give you this rain check because next week we're going to have lots of applewood bacon. And she said, you can come back, and you can use this rain check, and you can get all the Applewood bacon you would like, and you can get it at this sale price. Again, I was humbled by the fact she would do that, and that the store would make that arrangement. Well, I'm walking to the car, and as I'm walking to the car, I'm just replaying everything that just happened to me in this store. And I burst into tears in the parking lot. And I began to dialogue with God. I said, God, I saw how you ministered to me today. I saw that. God, that was you that did that for me. Thank you, God. See, normally I would have jumped in the battle. And I would have fought that battle with pride. But that day I knew I was to walk humbly with the Lord, my God. And I had asked him to minister to me and minister to me in a way that I saw God. And so rather than challenge that with my pride, I humbled myself and walked out that door and I knew I had experienced God's goodness. Well, I'm trying to get out of the parking lot, and I'm looking out at the street, and the traffic is horrendous. It is backed up, and I'm thinking, I'm never going to get home. How am I going to get out on this highway? And I'm just sitting there waiting, and about this time, a lady near me that's in the line of traffic, I didn't ask her could I get out in front of her to get in the traffic, but she starts backing the traffic up. She is backing one car up, telling them, back them up, and backing up the line of traffic enough, and then motions for me to come on out ahead of everybody. And I tell you, by this time, I'm bawling. She, on her own initiative, made room for me, without me asking And again, I saw God's graciousness to me. I saw once again how God ministered to me. And that strengthened me. What? Out of humility. Again, my pride could have raised up and I could have flagged down people to let me in the traffic. And no, It was humility. And God made a way for me. God made sure that I saw that he was ministering to my needs that day. Why? I just simply attached myself to God. In humility, I said, God, I want you to minister to me. And God used other people in circumstances and strange ones at that to minister to me. And you know what God did? He did it in a way he knew that I saw him, that I was aware that he was doing that for me, and that he was interested in me. You know, as I look back over that and I'm thinking about that, we can look for God and encounters with God in some of the smallest things. If we're not too busy to overlook them, one, not too busy to ask for them, for God to intervene and to do them for us. See, in humility... God will strengthen us. I'm reminded, incredible to me, a lot of stories that are really good in the Bible about King David. But one encounter of David's in 1 Samuel 30, his enemies were coming against him. Even his own people were coming against him. They were all around him. His people had been taken captive. His people were in fear. He didn't know what to do, but they were looking to him, and they were, you know, blaming him. And David just wept. He was distressed. But he made one incredible response in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6. He said, I will strengthen myself in the Lord. And some translation says he strengthened himself in the Lord his God. See, when there was nothing else David could do, there was nothing left of David. He didn't know what to do, but there was nothing left with his own power to do it. And I'm sure he felt all alone. All eyes were on him. And he looked to God because he knew that's where his strength was. And in humility, when he realized he couldn't do it, but God could, He strengthened himself in the Lord. And there are times in my life I've said, God, I need strength. But how was it that David strengthened himself in the Lord, God? I remember asking God that. And as I began to search that scripture, it says that what David did, he attached himself to God. And he held fast to God. And that's where he grew strong in the matter. It said earlier that he said there was no strength. He told God, God, there's no strength in me. In other words, in his flesh, in his own power, there was nothing left. But he knew to attach himself to God. In humility, he was admitting this. In humility, I'm sure the people saw this. David's humility caused him to encounter God and ask God, God. I'm going to strengthen myself in you. In other words, he was telling God, I trust you, God, for what I need. David attached his heart to God's heart, and that's how he became strong. See, we say this all the time. God is all-powerful. God is my all-sufficient God. God is the El Shaddai. But in those moments when there's no strength in you, How do you know, how do you encounter that He is all-sufficient, that He is all-powerful, that He is your strength? How do you know that? Hey, some of you may be carrying heavy burdens right now, taking care of sick families and working extra hours to pay bills. And hey, maybe some of you are carrying heavy family burdens, things your family's walking through that, You've been waiting for God to lift off of you, lift off of your family, and you're tired. Hey, maybe you're tired of praying and asking God to intervene and, and lift those off. And your strength is small. Maybe you're like David. There's no strength in you right now. How do you make yourself strong, just like David? Maybe some of you, you feel all alone. We can learn from David. David. We attach our heart to God's heart and we become strong. How do you do this? Well, David told us in Psalm 55, 22, he said, I just cast my cares on God. In other words, I take all these things that are concerns and I just hand them over to God. David took them out of his hands and handed them to God. As if to say, God, I don't have strength to do this, but you do. And I'm handing it to you. And in humility, there's none of me. And when you do that, God will sustain you. David knew that God would sustain and He just handed it to God. Perhaps there are things that you can't do anything about anyway. You're losing your strength in them. Maybe you see there are things that are impossible. There's no way for them to be resolved. Maybe there's people that need changing and you don't know how to change them. You can't change them. You can't change the way they act. You can't change their attitudes. You can't change their behaviors. Then it's time to say, I'm going to strengthen myself in the Lord. I'm going to humble myself, present myself before God as nothing and let God be God through me. That day in the grocery store, when I wanted that applewood bacon and two Sales clerks, it wasn't even customers, sales clerks, intercepted and got that applewood bacon. God allowed that to happen so I could see him. And you know what it did? When I saw God do that on my behalf, because I had already asked him earlier that day, not that I knew I was going to have that encounter, but I had asked him, it strengthened me. Why? Because that day I purposed, as God requires of us every day, to walk humbly with the Lord, our God. And I know with everything within me, because in that store, when I just humbled myself, I didn't let pride rise up and try to take that package of bacon from either one of the sales clerks. Because I was walking humbly with the Lord, my God, and because God knew that my heart needed to be ministered to, to be strengthened, God intervened. And He did. He took care of the matter is what He did. So you know what all this teaches me? Don't do it the world's way. Don't do it man's way. Hey, don't even do what appears to be the logical way to resolve something or to get through situations or to build up your emotions or try to get your joy restored, Somebody stolen your joy. Walk with God, but walk humbled, emptied of yourself so God can pour himself in you. And God can minister to your heart and strengthen you. You just simply attach yourself to God. Why, God is everything. You just go to God, encounter God, attach yourself to Him, and watch God strengthen you out of a heart of humility where you have declared, There's nothing of me. I'm empty. Fill me up of you, God. As I end today, I want to speak a blessing over you, putting all of this together. And this is nothing more than the word of God, the truth of God, that I want to speak to your heart and you let this blessing seep down into your heart, the crevices of your heart that may need to be ministered to today, that may need to experience God today to confirm god's presence with you today you get ready to receive this blessing i bless you with the strength of the lord and peace that passes all understanding i bless you to know god in a real and personal way that you hear his voice that you trust his hand and follow his footsteps wherever he leads God will never let anything touch your life that cannot be used to make you stronger in Him. Attach yourself and your situations to Him today. I bless you with a larger understanding about life than most people have and a peace within you to walk through whatever God finds necessary for your life that you might exemplify His ways and His heart in your life, in your home, in your work, and even your friendships. I bless you that you may be strengthened in the Lord to live life with purpose, to have a reason for being alive today, to know that you are worthy, to be the head and not the tail to live above and not beneath, to do great exploits for God, to know without a doubt that your life matters to God and it matters to others. Meditate on it. His life breathed into you because you are valuable and you are precious to God. Be strengthened by knowing in your inner being that God is perfect in all he does, joy in leaning on him as you increase in trust in his plan for you. Lean into God, rest on his embrace. As he carries you into your tomorrow, he'll do it with strength and a calm assurance that no one else can supply life but him because He is life. You be blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.